First of all, Latrice, here's to life at home. How you doing? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm inside beating my mug, getting ready for some cameo gigs. What kind of cameo gigs do you get the most? Birthdays. But during this pandemic, everyone needs a little pep talk. You yeah. know, a little a little piece of Latrice and let them know it's going to be all right, baby. Y'all, we're going to make it through this. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> That is a campaign I can get behind. You know what I'm saying? Now, do you have any advice for, for staying sane when you're stuck at home? Get creative. I started painting again. And so, like, I've I got this little butterfly collection going on, and then I'm going to sell it. And so now i got creativity and coins. See how that work out? Let your talent speak for itself and make them coins, honey. Business woman. <laughs> Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a drag race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1. This podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season 12. Each week, I'm joined by RuPaul's Drag Race icons, as in the queens who have made history to talk about this season and their own drag race experiences. So thank you for listening. And warning, because it's going to be what? Spoilers! <laughs> True. So consider yourself warned. And to keep up, make sure you watch Drag Race every Friday on VH1 at 8 p.m. 7 Central, or you can watch in select territories on WoW Presents Plus if you're someplace where you can't get VH1. Now, having said that, Today, I am very, very honored to be joined by Drag Race Royale T, one of the most beloved queens in her history. Call Oprah and Toni Morrison, because Latrice is the beloved. She tours the world. She has worked the world. She has entertained us all with her one woman show, Here's to Life, which also features her lovely husband, Christopher, on the piano and musically directing. She is the largest and most in chargest, and the level of respect that I have is far too much. Good God, get a grip, girl, because she is Latrice Royale. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Latrice, I'm so happy to talk to you today. Well, I'm glad to talk to you. How you been? Good! And I hope you're preparing for your acceptance speech for Best Supporting Actress at the Emmys for AJ and the Queen. Whoa, 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 <laughs> no, but like, but like, you are you are one of my favorite things in AJ and the Queen. You're so good. Thank you. <laughs> be in my zone, and like, actually be able to showcase what I could do. I had so much fun. I can tell it looked like fun, and you are also like a producer and a consultant on the series, right? Well, yeah, they brought me in as a creative consultant. So there you go. So I got the experience. <laughs> for sure. Yes. No, I love that. I love that also you're bringing your expertise to like educating the world and the TV kids on how to make a show about a drag queen on the road. <laughs> That's it. It's true. I watched the whole thing. No, I actually did not watch the final. I haven't seen the final episode yet. I have no excuse. I'm not... <laughs> you have no excuse. <laughs> but no, you, you, you were like, and we're going to see you on Family Feud with Ruby. Yes, you are. I'm so excited. That was so much fun and a dream come true. That is cute. Oh, survey says. Eh. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, well, so this week on the drag race on season 12. It was popping, honey. The girls are all up in the presidential debate, which has only been done once on RuPaul's Drag Race, and you were there. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's an election year, so yeah, why yeah. not? That was eight years ago. That was like eight years ago, and here we are now, eight Ooh. years later. 
Oh my God. Well, see, I remember even that episode and I remember Peace with the Latrice and I thought that Fifi and Dita were in the bottom. No. See, what kind of historian am I? <laughs> Fact check, Latrice and Dita was in the bottom. I hope we're not dredging up fragile memories. No, I, I've healed from the, the scars and after I picked out them a few times. But... <laughs> okay, well, first of all, this cast, who of the season 12 girls did you know? Did you know any of them beforehand? No, I didn't. Not like, I think I might have crossed paths, but I really didn't know. I didn't know any of them. Who knew? Yeah, this is refreshing for me. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I can be a fan again. I don't have to root for nobody. I can choose who I want to choose. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's good. It's fun. And it must be strange because also this season, shooting, a, you know, airing a show during this pandemic, like the girls can't tour. They can't be do, hosting parties every week. For real. Oh, my God. Well, see, I'm just going to dig right in. Episode begins and we're, you know, getting aftermath of last week. I just thought that Jada has given us wisdom about how to proceed. She says, keep your ass right and the mind will follow. Yeah, keep your <laughs> Somebody follow. I think she had it a little twisted, but in her mind, that's the right way to do it. You see, fair. She knows what she knows. She knows she knows. She knows about ass. And Widow is ready to bounce back after, like, she bopped through that Chaka Khan lip sync last week. So she she is galvanized. She is ready and raring to go again. Brand new day, brand new episode. And Rue comes in and is all like, it's very, hey, kitty girl, because for this challenge, this mini challenge, they have to be like kitty cats. <laughs> yeah, they were good, though. I know. Like, what is happening? What is happening in the world? What is going on? Their, their pussies literally were on fire. But I enjoyed seeing them cat crawling around the floor. It was, it was good. It's good TV. <laughs> Are you a cat person or a dog person? Both, actually. Because... Yeah, I don't have either. I had a cat, so I guess I'm a cat person. Did it try to suck the breath out of you? No, never. He actually saved our lives one time when my house flooded. What? After the hurricane, like, yeah, all the, like, the water and all that stuff was off. And then it all of a sudden came back on and didn't realize that the vials were still turned on. And so those water was overflowing in my apartment. And my cat woke me up to let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Hopping from couch to chair to bedpost. I mean, you were hopping from couch to chair to bedpost. (laughs) Oh my gosh, see, good kitty. All of that. So they all do their version of some kind of cat quick drag. Yeah. They're like pawing around the litter box, acting the fool. Um, Jackie has given us like Perth a kit. When I tell you, she turned it for me. That was the one. I was like, here, kitty, kitty, here, kitty, kitty. Hey! Yes. And I like that she shares the wisdom of a girl who can sleep with a pee will always have time. <laughs> or catnap. Or catnap. Okay, and then Heidi comes in. She's she's, she's giving you kitty glitter. She's got like a sequins or something. <laughs> she's from the, the Broadway Wiz version of Cats. <laughs> The Pearl Bailey Touring Company. That's right. Yeah. I like it. Um, and it, I want to. When did they find that big giant scratching post? That was like. Oh my god, that had to be built. They all do it. Gigi's very chic. They all do different bits. And the pick of the litter, the winner was Jackie. Yes. Yeah, and I'm all for it because I was like, she was my winner. 
She was my winter chicken dinner. Yeah, she was clever. She's a smart, she's a smart, she's a smart kid. So then we find out it's time for, as Drew says, then we find out it's time for America's first drag queen president. Would you ever run for office? What kind of post office? <laughs> At this point, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, King, you know, you never know. You never know. Future is wide open. The debate is going to be Choices 2020. <laughs> thinking back to your presidential debate episode, how was it like for you preparing for the debate? What were you thinking? It was hard because, you know, I, didn't like, I don't like politics anyway, you know? It's just like, ugh, it's so skeevy. And then, Fifi, I didn't like her character at all, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like it, like, it just doesn't show you that, like, it's, it's not pretty all the time. So I kind of got in my head a little bit in the beginning, but like I had fun. I had to, you know, I got, I got my digs in. I thought you did great, and you you had presents. Oh yeah, they said that I started morphing into Sharon though. Like, cannot take anything from Needles, honey. She was in it to win it. Um, but they said I started slowly morphing into her, and I was like, well, she was trying to win, and so was I. So yeah. whatever, whatever. Green, yellow, red, red. Come on, Chad. Oh, dude. <laughs> I know. Okay, so these girls are got to start preparing their platform, their shtick for the debate. Um, Rue comes in to do a walkthrough with them all. Raven is there. As uh, okay, that to me for the walkthrough was everything. Raven is so freaking smart and funny and witty and like... She just keeps it real. I, and I'm so glad she was letting these bitches have it. I know, I know. Like, um, it's just, it's, it's fun when they're like queens pop in for a little room, workroom visit, a little walkthrough. Whether they like, Vanjie doing the Snatch Game one a few episodes ago, you're like, well, she didn't do that good in the Snatch Game. <laughs> Who cares? You see Vanjie. And she's hilarious. She's going to show you how not to do it. This is, <laughs> we all can be an example. One way or another. I was in the bottom. Look. <laughs> Look at her now. So well, they, they stop in and they visit Heidi. Raven and Rue visit Heidi. and She won last week, so they congratulate her. Are you a Heidi fan? I am such a Heidi fan. I'm finally being able to say it. Like, I am so here for her, and I don't want her to change her, her name ever. <laughs> Keep it in the closet, girl. That's you, baby. That's you. You know it, honey. That's you. Well, it's, you know, quarantine time. She's probably still in the closet. I'm saying. <laughs> right. We all are. We all are in some way, shape, or form. We all are. Yes. So Rue's giving her, like, some some tips. Some sl- He ends up, you know, basically giving her a slogan about her gap. About her gap, yeah. Raven uh, was the one that had the line. About the GOP, the GAP, okay? Yeah. When, when those moments happen, like, Rue is um, talking to Heidi, and you can tell he, she enjoys her. Do you think the other girls are jealous? They're, like, watching, like... They can, you know, I can tell, you know, they can sit back, because Rue does interact with Heidi a different way, you know what I mean? She does enjoy her. She, I, You know, you can see the genuine love that's going on. Um... But yeah, the girls are sitting back kind of like side eyes going like, bitch, it ain't that funny. <laughs> That's good. And then she pops over, they pop over to Gigi and like say, do you have a platform? And she's like, how high? Spot on. Spot on. Which leads us to the, and then both Rue and Raven are saying, see, that's what you do. Go with what you know. 
go with Chanel. Which is that good advice? That is very good advice. I mean, like the best thing to talk about is what you know and what you're familiar with. Like, otherwise you sound like an idiot. Like, girl, what are you talking about? Right, because that's kind of the thing. And and Ruth says this more, I feel like, in walkthroughs now. Like, you don't have to reinvent yourself for a challenge, but do what you do best and put it inside, you know, and sort of filter that into. Into the challenge, right. Yeah. Yeah. But we all get in our head when we get there in person. Like, it's so different. Like looking at TV, like why didn't she just do this? Because you are in your freaking head about everything, second guessing, questioning. It's all it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and I mean you've done it a couple of times. One, two, three, four. <laughs> do you still get caught up in it when you're there? Do you still have to remind yourself? Hold on. Yes, absolutely. You have to take a breath. Yeah. See, people, even Latrice Royale has to take a breath. Process. Process. Reevaluate, and they give widow, they give widow a hard time about her little biscuit heels. Baby, thank you. Now, 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 now. I will say this about that, because <laughs> I got shit on my season for my uh, what did what Michelle call them? Uh, lesbian hiking boots. Um, <laughs> it's whether it was a hiking boot or not, it was a platform and a heel, bitch. I ain't never been that low to the ground. As a, as a woman of stature, you she still got to wear a heel, you think? Baby, something. Buddha Scooter Littles, Debbie Snack Cake, whatever you want to call them, honey, but they are not a heel. Those are not even a pump, bitch. That is a ump. U-M-P-S. Umps. <laughs> well, I do like it. Like, like she says to Raven, well, you know, I wear them, so if I'm in the bottom, I can dance. And Raven says, you can't dress to be in the bottom. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to be that prepared. Because she's like, bitch, you ain't running. Really, you're not really running for president. You're not really running for president. This is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be, yeah, it's supposed to have some kind of message, but most of most overall, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. So I think she missed the fun button. <laughs> oh, Lord. So I do want to check, since we're talking politics, um, you are a politically minded person. Um because last year you were giving your support to Florida's Amendment Four, right? Correct, uh, and I, it was an accident. I wasn't. <laughs> I still don't like politics, and I, I don't consider myself a political person. But one time, uh, a gentleman let me know. He goes, "Anyone that um, rallies a group of people <laughs> for a cause is making a political statement." I was like, "Oh." Well, then I guess that's what I'm doing because, like, I, this is near and dear to my heart, Amendment 4. So, thank goodness I'm a registered voter now. Woo-hoo! Yes, you see, I, which is amazing and, and, and I think worth stating to remind people, like, being able to vote isn't a luxury. It's not. It's a duty. It's a duty. And, like, it's your right. And so you really, really, I can't impress upon people enough to exercise your right to vote. Use your voice. Because then you're going to be sitting around mad when the results come out and they didn't come out the way you wanted them to. Well, guess what? You did not participate in the recovery of your own life. So... Just to be clear, like, Amendment 4 was about eliminating the life, the voting ban for residents with felony records. For Yes, for uh, convicted felons to get, restore their rights to vote. Yes. Are you excited for this election coming up? Well, excited maybe much, but are you, are you eager to place a vote? I am eager to place a vote. And it is going to be the first time I voted in over 20 years. So it's pretty exciting. You know what I mean? It's really exciting. It's kind of beautiful. 
It, it is beautiful. Um, agree, 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 agree. Um, well, then they pop in, they visit with Jackie and Crystal, and the main, thing, the main thing they're telling the girls is just don't be boring. Have fun with this. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. And I do want to ask, if you were, and I know I'm bopping all over here, but if you were running for president, what other queen would you choose for your running mate? Oh. Um, probably Bob. Woo. Yeah. Oh, baby, that would be, ooh, like, that would be too much. <laughs> too much melanin in and in the White House, but we we would change that place at the very least. It would be the Great House when we got done. Uh- <laughs> I was living in New York when Obama was elected for the, the first first time, well, both times. The moment of the first election night in 2008, everyone was freaking out, so happy, so happy. And I got out of the subway and I'm walking to the bar and a guy, an older African-American man is coming out of like the McDonald's by the subway. And he's like, yes, we got a chocolate man in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget, and because and he was, you know, but it was the attitude of everyone on the street was like, "Yes, thank God." That's oh, awesome. Memories, memories. But yeah, so like Bob and Latrice would be like double stuff, double stuff Oreo for your nerves, <laughs> family size. Oh my God! So they're getting ready. They get ready for the runway, and it's like that get ready conversations. They're doing makeup. They're talking about you know their lives, their families, their journeys. We hear about people's political you know backgrounds. Um, you know, Jackie's very affected because her mom is Iranian. Now she's a citizen, but now mm-hmm. her, her mom's sister can't come visit her because of a travel ban. Right. And then Widow talks about just being like a gay black man living in living where she lives. Yeah. And like having to deal with life just every day. Crystal has like Trump supporting parents. We all bring some thing, some story that we all are dealing with. Yeah. Did any of those resonate with you? What, what, what? I mean, I'm from Compton and, and LA and anything, all that. But like, I completely, obviously understand Widow. I know where she's coming from. Just, just existing um, can be a struggle, especially where she's from. Um, but we've come a long way and we still got a long way to go. And this is evident like that. We got to change this because people's families are being affected, like Jackie and poor widow. Yeah. Now you're making a living being your true self and being a oh. fabulous self, and like everything about you is what people love. Well, like, your personality, <laughs> your 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 size, you know, your color, your 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 essence. It's like, see, it, it, you know, it can happen. People just have to make it happen and, and find a way to like to feel strong enough about themselves to make it happen. Absolutely. And vote and have people in government who aren't going to squash us whenever chance they get. That part. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get to the runway. There's a debate. We're going to the polls. <laughs> I love the polls. And now a word from World of Wonder and Trixie Mattel and Katya from Self Isolation. Hello. Hi. How are you? Girl, this quarantine is making me lose my grip on reality. Girl, I think we're all figuring it out. Yes, that's Trixie and Katya coming to you from their new podcast for UN. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. You know you want it. Original Bizarre Podcast Bliss. I have a confession to make. What? I spent a solid two days binge watching old episodes of UN. Oh my God, I did too. (laughs) Oh. 
See, drag queens, they're just like us. So it's a joy to hear Trixie inform you that now is the time to release the show in podcast format so fans can listen again and again and again while they sit in isolation. Now that sounds healthy to me. I think that's really cool. <laughs> so there you have it. Trixie and Katya and Ung, the podcast. Listen now wherever you get yours. Oh my goodness, we are back. I'm with the esteemed gentleman from Florida, Latrice Royale. Come on, gentlemen. <laughs> and a woman. <laughs> Talking RuPolitics and drag queen presidents. There's spoilers coming, so watch out. And it's time to go to the main stage. RuPaul comes out, giving us some kind of like Grecian gladiator funk woman. <laughs> Come on, funk woman. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. I, I loved it. Yeah, she's like a, a like pastel iridescence. It's, it's the hair with the braid in the front. That was ooh. yes, everything. Um, I think this episode, Michelle was somehow bizarrely not able to be on set that day, and so that's why she's beaming in on the from the campaign trail. <laughs> Michelle is like reporting on the trail. They totally treated Michelle like Meg this episode. <laughs> Michelle was the Meg of, of Drag Race this, this past week. And then we see her, and she's even got the broccoli, even pops up behind her. <laughs> oh my goodness. So funny. You just wait. Broccoli's going to be more episodes than anybody this whole season. Well, we need our fiber. Because <laughs> everybody's full of shit. You know what I mean? So the debate opens, Choices 2020. We've got Jeff Goldblum and Rachel Bloom, who's from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, who's lovely and fun. What do you think of Jeff Goldblum? Oh, my God. I had the biggest crush on him. I don't know one gay man who hadn't had a crush on Jeff Goldblum. Like, we all saw the fly. We saw what he was working with. It was just a brief moment. <laughs> but we paused. We know how to pause that VHS tape back in the day. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now going into the debate, he's just such a he's such a unique character. His delivery is is everything. Everything. Who did you think was going to kill this? Who were you who did you expect to do well? Well, going into it, I didn't know about Crystal uh, if Crystal would do okay or not, but she certainly showed me that she was there for it. I thought that Heidi would do well, but I wasn't so sure about everybody else. Whose look did you like? Just like glancing at them behind their little podiums. Who had the look right? Who had the look right? Heidi looked like she was dressed for church for Easter Sunday, but like it was right though. You know, it was the right kind of church. She was like a deaconess, like she was on the deaconess board um, <laughs> at the church. Oh my God. And then like, who else is looking good? Jada looks good. Jada looks amazing. She's like the sexiest politician I've ever she seen. Is, she's the, she's the milfy kind of politician, you know. She can't even help that she'd be just throwing out sex kitten all the time. She can't help it. And Jackie looked kind of like a persnickety like politician lady. Yeah. The kind of you don't want to be around. But yeah, she looked very that. Um I liked Widow's hair. It had a lot of movement and it looked smooth and still a very black woman. But I couldn't I couldn't get behind what she had on. I didn't know what she had on. <laughs> Suit kind of matched the background a lot. That's what she kind of blended in. She was blending in. See? That's see. Gotta stand out, baby. So the girls start, they each get a little opening statement. It's like Crystal is all about business in the front. That opening line. That's what I knew Crystal was in it to win. And when she showed me the hair, that party in the back, mullet. <laughs> 
she was there. She was for it. She was trying to do it. Yes. Heidi is, is there to, like, you know, she, she took the advice. She's there to bridge the gap. Yes. Um, and I like that Jada is of the bitches for the bitches. <laughs> now, who better you want in your corner? The bitch that's been there. You know what I mean? That I want somebody who's been where I'm at. It's like, um, T- I remember Tina Fey and Amy Poehler on Saturday Night Live years ago talking about Hillary. They're like, you know what? Some say she's a bitch. Bitches get shit done. <laughs> get shit done. Ah, okay. Um, and then we got started to start going through because they start asking them questions. And unlike in your debate, there was no timer on this one. So it's a little bit more no. of a free for all. Yeah. Um, and it got a little wild because they, they just kind of bop it back and forth. And then you've got Jeff Goldblum there who's just kind of like, hmm. <laughs> right. Just trying to make sense of it all. <laughs> and you can't. Jada was, in a way, the most authentic politician type of all of them because she was perfect at deflecting the answer, deflecting the question, and pivoting in a totally different direction, saying nothing, but being so compelling. But being so, like, it was so good. Like, that was a perfect embodiment of a politician. Amen. Kudos. But I love when Rachel says to her, so how do you intend to engage younger voters? And she says, that's a question. That's the question. I'm dead. <laughs> Look over there. <laughs> and then, and then, for one moment later, they say to her, "Okay, Jada, same question." And she, and then she just goes, "Heidi, question." <laughs> Confusion. That was a platform. That was a platform, and we were that. And then I did. I just love Jeff Goldblum because he was just like he would like go on tangents and say something like, you know, before you go anywhere, you have to ride the horse in the direction that it's going. <laughs> Like, what does that mean? I don't know. She had a character, but I, she, I think she might have gone too hard into it or something. Yeah, that's the, it's, that's the danger because it changes over and morphs. Like when you get real aggressive, you come across angry and then there's no fun in anger. That's how I wind up in the bottom. So, yeah. Yeah. You got to find peace and balance. And balance. With Latrice. Yeah. <laughs> um, which one of these would you vote for? My top three was Jada, uh, Crystal, and Heidi. That, that's, that's my top three. I loved every minute. We got to put some glitter on the White House. Glitter on the White House, honey. And like, I feel like Heidi didn't say a lot, but she just reacted in a way that I was... Like, all of her facials, she was so present for everything and just appalled and shocked and in awe and like... <laughs> She's an actress. She's an actress. Jackie, oh, Jackie leans into Canada jokes a lot. Jackie does bring up Canada a lot. I like, girl, this is a U.S. <laughs> debate. Like, U.S. presidency. Gigi's like, you know, looks great, kind of having fun, but still just kind of fades away a little bit, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Um, yeah, you could tell that she was not in her zone, and this was definitely not her destiny child. <laughs> you get a destiny child these i'm just making this shit up these independent women are going to <laughs> runway independence day it stars and stars forever who had your favorite runway looks oh again um uh, i love jada Gigi was just that was the best runway for me it was just so polished and so non-traditional what everybody else was doing with the stars and stripes she gave us the you know old pilgrim old old landed on plymouth rock old 
realness. <laughs> she was by Centennial. She was by Centennial. I like Bruce says she was, she's cross dressing the Delaware. <laughs> I know I've got a million bad puns here, honey. She was ready to Mount Vernon. Okay. Yes. Whoever he is. <laughs> revolutionary. Just just revolutionary. Revolutionary. Um, Krista was kind of a hodgepodge. She I mean she says she it was like, you know, her like what's more American than thrifting? Because that's her vibe sometimes. I, I mean, it was a it was a choice. <laughs> Heidi was like kind of like, I don't know, Diva Knievel or something. Well, like she did look like she ready to jump on a motorcycle or be shot out of a cannon. <laughs> That's next week's challenge. That's next week's challenge. Okay. Uh, Widow Von Du had her like big afro. She was like Black Panther on the runway. She served. I live for that dress. That was everything. That was she. Now she looked. She looked good. I didn't get a chance to look at them shoes. Yes, but she had that classic of Angela Davis. I love her hair. Her makeup was just done. She was. She looked good. She looked good on the runway. She was Shangela Davis. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell Shangela that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jackie is giving you full on um, sort of like, you know, with the hijab on top. And uh, but I'm like, you know, the things a girl will do to keep from tucking. Right. That part. I know she was comfortable in them, sho- uh-huh. them, <laughs> them shoes. And she had to worry about no body. But it was, you know, it was also a statement. It was also just like, wow. It was. It was beautiful, though. Yeah. Jada. Yeah. But Jada with those, those star spangled shoulders. Jada was ready, like that was some. She was. She looked like a superhero. She did. She looked like she was a superhero, like from the Misfit Gym and the Holograms. Like, <laughs> which of these looks would you, you know, tailor for yourself? Um, for myself, I would wear Jada's because it was like kind of stripper stripper esque, and you know, my alter ego is a stripper, and I would love to be, you know, very that on the poles. At the polls, on the polls. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they, that's what they need to get people to the polls. That's what's missing at the polls, y'all. Pole dancers. Oh my! We just solved America. We solved it. I <laughs> bet you we'd get them out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Anyway, judging, judging, judging. Um, they they like Crystal. They liked her in the debate. They say her runway is a little confused. A little bit. But it was good. Heidi, they're just charmed by her, like Southern charm. Love it. Um, mm-hmm. They're like they say Heidi reminds them of of Bill Clinton and Jimmy Carter, huh? Look, like what? Okay. In the in the debate, I guess. <laughs> I thought maybe Nell Carter, but no. no. <laughs> Widow gets starts off strong with critiques because they love her look. They love what she's wearing. They love the power of it and everything. But then when they get to the debate, it's just kind of like, oh. It's kind of rough. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Yeah, yeah. Jackie, they, again, they say Canada's jokes got a little got a little dry, <laughs> but they appreciate her look, and then she kind of, I mean, and then she gets emotional because it means a lot to her. It does, and you can see that it meant something to her. Gigi, love they love the drag, but again, the the, the debate, they're like, mm, mm. no right? Um, and Jada, they just love. She was, she had me, she was the only one that made me laugh out loud consistently. Like, literally laugh out loud, not just write it. <laughs> I wasn't LOLing, I was totally laughing out loud. Like, she was yeah. good. Yeah. 
Um, and then critiques and deliberations in, and we can tell Widow's in trouble, and she feels, you know, she looks kind of defeated. She's 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 taking it kind of hard. I know that feeling of feeling like you can't get out of this rut. You know what I mean? At your end, so you're kind of beating yourself up, and then you're kind of trying to take in everything that everybody's saying. It's a lot of processing. And so, it's yeah, it's kind of disheartening to see, because I can relate to her. I can see what she's going through. Yeah. And it's hard. It's, I mean, in a competition like that, where you're, you know, the stress every day, you're being, you know, you're working 12 hours a day on everything. It's constant. It's a lot. And then I also love when they're finishing deliberation, Michelle keeps c- trying to cut in, because she's, you know, remote. She's at Tuckahoe. You know, <laughs> They were not letting their hat in at all. I just like that. She's like, RuPaul, who is that woman sitting next to you? <laughs> you know, I know somebody's not sitting in my seat. Like, Ru. I know. Why is it so funny when Ru is like mean to Michelle? Because it's great. Somebody needs to put that bitch in her place. <laughs> oh, no. Well, she's on the other line right now. Hold oh, on. Oh, hi, Michelle. <laughs> Okay, so we get some judgments. Jada, spoiler alert, is the winner. Ta-da-da! Boy, I can pick them. Tell you, I should be a judge. Yes, please. Lord knows I can't compete, but I can show judge a bitch. (laughs) All all lies. (laughs) Oh, my God. And the bottom three are Widow, Jackie, and Gigi. And it turns out Gigi is safe. Which means we're going to have Widow versus Jackie in this lip sync for your life. Before the lip sync, you you see these two ready to go. What are you thinking? What's going to happen? I'm nervous for Widow because I'm like, I haven't seen this girl before, but something tells me that she got something to say. And yeah, I was here for uh, Miss Jackie. I, I was here for her. And so the song begins. It is, of all things, Katy Perry Firework. Because baby. That's what you are, firework. And how'd they do? I was actually thoroughly in, entertained. Widow was giving me, like, you know, black girl lip-syncing the house down, realness, not missing a beat, vibrato lip, vibrating, all of that. Jackie took the song and the words and really embodied them to me where she was acting out the song. And so I was completely entertained by her foolishness. Like, it was just so above and beyond. But it was so entertaining, so. And I also love, during the lip sync, we, we cut to Jeff Goldblum, he's, like, tearing up. He was. He was emotional about it. <laughs> he's just overwhelmed by the whole experience, I think. <laughs> I think so. The song ends, Ruse made a decision. Jackie, Shantae, you stay. Widow, darling, sashay away. And what'd you think? Well, yay! I thought that was fair. I'm I'm here for it. I I um I can see the value in both lip sync, but Jackie just kind of like did it more for me. Like I was entertained and laughed a little bit more. She made it fun. Yeah, she was fighting. I mean, they're both. They were both. They were both fighting different ways. It was different. It was you know it was very you know Kenya Latrice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So uh, what would you say to Widow, who's departing? What, what, what advice or encouragement would you give her? Well, Widow, she has, like, from what I see, she has a lot of fire. Um, she's a great entertainer. She uh, has great ideas for um, her aesthetic as far as fashion, the way she looks. Get some shoes um, that has a heel on them. And, baby, you're going to be just fine, honey. 
come out here and just slay and be you and let go of the the shit. Let let it go. Yes, yes, agree. And Latrice, finally, we're all in crazy times right now. Everybody's at home or keeping it safe as possible. What advice do you have for us all? Well, I will say stay positive. Know that um, we're all going to get through this together. And uh, all those things that you have on the back burner, take them off, put them on the front burner and do something and come out of this with some kind of creative uh, creative uh, jump start for the rest of your or the next phase of your life. That's very good advice. I'm trying to do it myself. I'm Ooh. speaking to you. I'm speaking to myself. Um, and who do you want to win this season? Uh, oh, that's too early. Too early. Because if it's up to me, Heidi, we have it. <laughs> just, just, I'm a Heidi fan. You're not alone. Um, and, and where can we see you next? Um, um, you can catch me on the Digital Drag Fest. Uh, I'm gonna, um, I've had two shows already that sold out, so I'm gonna add uh, a couple more, maybe towards the end of the month. So just stay tuned. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. And whenever um, Here's the Life is back on the road, I'm there. I cannot wait. I want to see more. Yeah, I miss your face. All right. Thank you, Latrice. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye.